Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Jim Gray. Hey, hey. Talking about Gray. Jim Gray. Jim Jell. Gray Slide. Tick-tock used to mean you had an old-fashioned clock or a bomb was about to go off. Now, it's a new social media phenomenon. We've been through MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now, Tick-tock seems to be going off. So, this show's about skateboarders and things that we do. So, I brought down a couple skaters I know from San Diego. One of them just happens to have built himself 2.1 million followers on this new phenomenon called Tick-tock. So, listen up. Let's see what they have to say. See if we can learn anything. Let's make 2019 the last year you suffered through bad sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get a good night's sleep if you're too hot or too cold. It's 2020, and now you have the pod by eight sleep. The pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading researchers after 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. For the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500. Only at 8sleep.com pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. 8sleep.com pro. Welcome to Believe in Skateboarding. This is the show where the first question is really, it's one of the most important questions in the whole show. And what would that be? I'm Jim Gray. Who the hell are you? <laughs> My name is Dakota Olave. I'm an amateur skateboarder as well as a quote-unquote famous TikToker. TikToker! And who the fuck did you bring with you? Uh, I'm Bryson Farrell. Um, I just skate, make music, and... Be the best I can be for And you skate else. for the coolest wheel company on earth, so you have to say that. Oh, bro, I have to. Powerflex, man. <laughs> He's like, I have to. I don't doesn't know. say, doesn't well, name spit drop. Spit the Power fuck Flex. out, like, really? So, I, um, I, I don't name drop, Jim. No, I don't I, name I don't, drop. I don't you gotta name drop for me. I mean, this is like, come on. I, was, I think that's I was the whole it. deal here. You're taking an, hour, you're taking an hour of my time. I was easing into it. It's a slow process. All right, damn. Because, you know, my partner's going to be like, what the fuck? You're not getting any milk in those guys for nothing. <laughs> no, this isn't a PowerFlex uh, podcast, but what the fuck? If it accidentally helps, we're getting to that. Yeah, there we go. So, um, so Bryce, you've been riding for me for, what, a couple years? Yeah, uh, since it was in Amtech. Or was it, it was either Amtech or the first ProTech I ever You're did. You're supposed to know. I don't remember I don't these know. things. Oh, I think it was he's Amtech. He's been riding for a while. Either I like way. him. It was an Amtech contest. And he rides 56-millimeter two... gumballs. I do know that. Yes, I do. I don't, I don't, they're like the original... The they are. They formula. are. Some guys love the rock candy. Some guys love gumballs. I. That's just. I've just stuck with that one. So Bryson likes balls. Like that. That's that's what I took. And, and, I, and I met. Yes, sir. I met. De, I met Dakota Olive. Dakota Olive. Yes. Is it South Dakota or North Dakota? Well, you know North. If you want to meet South, just let me know. 
want to meet Southall. Is that your brother, your sister? And yeah. you brought your brother with you. What's his name again? My name's Arizona Olaf. Arizona. And then you have an Indiana in the family? Yes. This is the younger we do, brother. We do. Yeah, the Man, you're, were they just like, the parents were just big on They locations? actually got a map of the United States put on the wall and got a dart. Whichever one it landed on was our name. That's so cool. God, I love <laughs> that. It's cool See, that's why you ask me, why am I doing a, a podcast? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to learn strange things like that. Montana would be a good name. Uh, I mean, like, I've been Joe Montana like, was a quarterback. He got fully yeah. rich off it. Follow with. I'm in Alaska a couple months ago. I mean, my name's Steve Mississippi. No, it'll be first <laughs> Mississippi Olave. Olave? How do you say it? Olave. Olave. Yeah. Mississippi Olave. What's wrong with that? Sounds kind of cool. But then you get a nickname like Missy. Missy. The, you know, Missy, Olave. Missy Olave. Actually, my like, mom thought about naming my younger brother Indiana Montana, but she didn't want people calling him Monty for short, so that's Monty. why. Oh, yeah. what, what were you getting called? I was gonna. My mom Access wanted us to be Monty. named. My mom wanted us to be named like really unique names, and so instead of Arizona, they were thinking like D'Artagnan or Quactemoc or Geronimo, but they went with states. I'm <laughs> so, the first. I'm so the thank them for Arizona. Yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. all right. So we'll, we'll give them that way. Like, man, people do. But name kids weird shit. But like my brother, like his daughters are Paris and Milan. Those oh, that's are my dope. nieces. That's awesome. Oh, you were lying. You were I wasn't lying at all. No, <laughs> Paris. Paris is my oldest niece, and Milan is her sister. And, and wow. I would always joke if they had a third kid, it would be like Constantinople. That's dope. You know, so <laughs> it's just the way. It is. I, I, I come from the most boring family names. There is James Robert Gray, and my <laughs> brother is John much. Patrick Gray. And my sister is Teresa Ann, and my other sister is Christina Marie. Like we just came right out of the Last Supper. Yeah. <laughs> like the, we're just the Catholic Bible family that. Uh, <laughs> Then it all went south, so we'll, that's a whole different story. Um, so uh, you guys came here to me today because we were talking to Chris Clicks, uh, mm -hmm. photographer, uh, via FaceTime. And I'm like, hey, tell that little TikToker motherfucker to come talk to me. <laughs> so, Because uh, I'm fascinated by this shit. I mean, only about a month ago did I even hear there was something called TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long ago did TikTok kind of start booming? So, so TikTok has been around, I would say, for about 14 months now. 14 months. I right. downloaded it about 12 months ago, about mm -hmm. a year you know, about a month after. So you're like an early adopter. Yeah, Have man. Have they put you on the board of directors or anything yet? <laughs> no. We both I'm... got text messages, though, from people saying, hey, we're like TikTok like managers or TikTok like, like I don't even know what they're Well, they're, they're like agents. Is. Well, they're yeah, trying to find were, a way to. And we got, I got text, showed it to him, was like, hey, man, like, what do you think about this? And he I was like, I don't off. know. Yeah, we laughed, laughed it off. laughed it off and ignored a, the DM. A week later, he comes up to me and goes, this is the biggest thing ever. I read a book. I'm doing it. I read a book. It told me that. Musically, which is now TikTok, was yeah. going to be this huge thing, and I was like, "Wait, I got." Re and they reached out to us because yeah. of skateboarding. They wanted us yeah. to post skateboarding content. I posted skateboarding. What do you feel that worked for TikTok or like agents or something? They worked for TikTok to try to find new creators. Yeah, that I guess because so they, they want to expand and every they they want every 100%. rocker, every skater, every surfer like be TikToking so that they've got people exactly. Flocking but check to this TikTok. out. So I posted skateboarding content. It flopped. Nothing went of it. Right. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a second account and just post whatever." Woke up fourteen thousand. By the end of the day, thirty thousand. You know. And what, what was the thing that you posted that went boom? That, that got you that virus that you can't get rid of? Is there I a post, cure for that? It was I the, posted it was a Bush video Bush. of me coloring in a circle. That and, was the first one. It, it, okay. That and another square okay, one. Coloring in a circle. Explain that. So it's just aesthetically pleasing, and I put a countdown timer to it where you're like the whole time, oh shit, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. I do make it, and make you want to watch it again. Got thirty million. But views. what do you mean you didn't make it? It'd be uh, more simple if you showed him. Coloring in a so circle. So it's like, it's you coloring us in a circle to the song. It's like, to the brain, aesthetically pleasing to see the sound and the movement work Cohen, like, like work perfectly together. Yeah. So then when he gets it perfectly colored in, like, it's so dumb. Because it's like, it it's is. so it, dumb. It, it, because, I love that. Because we're, we're deep, I we're, agree, think, we're thinking deep into a circle. He drew a circle to a song, and we're literally talking how deep it went to the uh, point right. where it got I can't wait to see. So I'm about to watch a circle being drawn. 
2.2 million views. Yeah, yeah. likes. Yeah. 30 million views. 30 million views. So he views. colored in a circle with a pink marker a and a black circle, Sharpie, mm-hmm. with music. That's it. Jesus Christ. You and got the, watch time on that, the watch time on that is about 15 years worth of watch time. Wow. So 15 years. People gave up 15 and years of their months. time on this earth 100%. to watch you use a Sharpie. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> people, I just want you to know right now, I'm holding on yeah. to Dakota. I'm just holding him and hugging him. So all you fans out there, you now you need to like talk to me because I have part of him. I stole it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, I didn't understand it either, though. I was like, what? And so what'd you try it? next? What'd you try next? You got this. Did you I go to the doctor? So I have a virus. <laughs> I have a virus. I've gone viral. Please, please I tell me how to virus. cure this. Yeah, no, I drew a square next and then I just started coloring <laughs> a bunch of other <laughs> shapes. Just square next. Then, then I, a triangle. I just, and then from that. So you got I known as the, as the, as the, uh, the what do you call it? Geometric uh, yeah. coloring. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Then I shifted into <laughs> kind of like Zach King type magic, video magic, doing things that are impossible, but you can edit. Like you know? optical yeah, yeah. illusion videos. Yeah. And you were an editor, right? You've been shooting video. My whole and, life. And know. I never. Yeah. Although, you know, I never that. got the call. I, I mean, I'm old and shit. I know it. I get it. You know, but Lance Mountain probably got filmed or whatever. Jim Gray never got like a front side grind even. Like, Jim, I want to like meet up with you, dude. I want to see a front side grind from, you know. An old dude. Mm-hmm. Never, no. I've never been edited by Dakota, so, yeah. He, he's very frugal about who he edits. Oh, okay. What you're saying is selective and I didn't make the grade. It's selective okay. here. Bryson's R- over here like he still doesn't edit me. My rock, st- my rock stars were uh, here last week and they said, yeah, we, we, we tried to put you on a music video, but dancing was so bad every time we put you next to someone, we had it to was, take it out. Okay. And it's really true. Which Likewise on that, right here. Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, I got invited to do a music video with, uh, his name is Swaco the Child. He blew up because of TikTok, right? And I thought I was going to be able to do a cameo. They wanted me to do a dance. I don't dance by any means i was still in the music video with some ass dancing one of my most embarrassing things to this date i was just dancing but i couldn't dance and it gained you like five hundred thousand followers or something. It gave me like followers you. but yeah. i it's, yeah i've i mean it, it was terrible well here i gotta tell you a story i never know how quickly we may get this edited because i'm really behind i've recorded 19 podcasts and i've only posted six that's how slow i am at getting this shit edited so would you stay around all day long and help me edit um so but uh it's on a network it's called the believe network which to me was easier i wanted to do a podcast you asked me earlier so let's talk about that we talk about yeah, yeah. i want to do a podcast because i had to meet so i know so many rad people mm-hmm. from the early days of skateboarding to you young guys I've skated with so many generations, made skateboards. I've done all this rad stuff and know a lot of rad people. So let's have some conversations. And that's fun. But uh, talk shit. Yeah, whatever. Why not? Talk the truth, you know? Um, And uh, God, I'm losing my train of thought like I'm already lost. Um, And what were we talking about? Why why are you doing podcasts? (laughs) No, that's not why. What were we talking about before that? Talk. Oh shit, I'm so Bro, lost. I'm lost. <laughs> I love that I'm getting lost on my own podcast. I was trying to uh, to think of a story about uh, something and now I can't remember. I love that. See, this is, I am such a fail. This is epic fail on the podcast. No. Maybe I should be on TikTok because they can be shorter. Yeah, And I can keep seconds. my attention span for 15 well, that's, seconds. That's, that's great. a beautiful thing about TikTok versus, let's say, Instagram or YouTube. It's, it's 15 seconds. It takes a couple seconds to edit up. You throw it up and... It's so mind-numbing, though, because then you're... Oh, no, here's what I was going to talk about. It's, it, we're talking about embarrassing things. All right. <laughs> and so I have... But I was signed up on this network, and we drifted off. And they, they sell ads. I don't have to. Okay. But, but the thing is, obviously, podcasts can be posted on the network, so they give me ads. i got to read mm-hmm. these ads. Yeah. So I get, I've, so far, I've gotten ads on mattresses. I get to read about you know mattresses. I've gotten ads on a bookie, a Vegas book called My Bookie. Uh, and um, and then the last one I got was called Manscaped, and they sent me a ball sha- a ball shaver and ball deodorant and stuff. Dude. And I got to read an ad. So if I post this quick, I might get to run an ad where I'm reading me talking about shaving my balls. So and you guys could actually nice. be part of that. Would that be epic or not? Like I mean, that's just, so useful. Yeah, it, no, it's real world, Bro. but still very embarrassing. That you know, it's uh, not embarrassing. Well, no, it's like, only here's man, the thing: it's I'm embarrassing. There was myself. there's one girl's 
one of the women that I interviewed, I want to put like, I don't want to fucking run a ball shaving thing <laughs> yeah. on a women's. I mean, you guys, it's okay. You guys can have a ball shaving. Okay. Well, and girls shaving. may be the beneficiary of ball shaving, but still, we can't in this Me Too sexist world. Can I put a, ball, a meat, can I put a shaving my balls ad in between a girl's podcast? I mean, that would be. I mean, I may ask, is it okay if I, we talk about my balls between you? <laughs> between this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Hey, we already did the podcast a month ago, but I'm going to edit in me talking about my balls. Is that okay with you? You know, For you guys, I'm not giving you the choice. Your dudes, you're going to go, oh, shit. I think <laughs> the one's in the Charlie Blair thing. He's probably going to watch you go, oh, shit. Jim started talking about his balls. See, but you guys get to know about the balls ahead of time. So manscaped.com. Yes. Manscaped. Uh, and the shaver's actually really good. And, you know, so is, so, is, so, is, so is the ball deodorant. So, you know. Do you have it here? Um, do I have the shaver? Here? Balls the, the, sha- shaver? Yeah, the shaver. The shaver here. You want, you want? You want to hear the ad? Um, I do. If we're just gonna like sit here and talk about random stuff, um, we're gonna play <laughs> an ad. Maybe, maybe if I ad. have to run this ad, they're gonna either get a free ad, or if this, if this ad is good this week, then I'll get to play my ad without even having to do it. I'll play it for you guys, so you guys, you guys are gonna get to listen to my ad Dude, right yeah, now. You don't even have to edit it. Hi, I know. I'm I don't Jim have to. Gray. I don't have to edit and exactly. I shave my ball. No, are it's we, not like that. Are we great guests? We even let you do your ad in the middle of the podcast. Well, like, and, you, no and, and you know, right now, you guys are totally like, "Go, like, dude! I can't wait to hear this." I want to hear your product. All right, you can't wait to hear this product. Are you ready? Oh, we got to turn the volume up. All right. Support for Believe in Skateboarding comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Oh, it's yeah. 2020, and you know what that means? New year, new me, new balls. Men, listen up. Harry bushes are so 2019. If you're going to pick up any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. I mean, if you've ever nicked your nuts, damn, we know that's no good. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face you're using on your balls. That's just dirty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BLEAV. Your nuts will thank you. I can just see it now. Was that Manscaped, awesome or what? Mans- I had to, I had to keep a straight face and read that. And yes, don't forget, you get 20% off at B-L-E-A-G. Dude, he said, he said <laughs> yeah. having a bush was a thing of 2019. It's been a th- like out of here since 1970. I know, but still, come on. It's 2020. Like, so you always say last geez. year has changed. He's, what do you mean? That's me. I read that. So you're t- so calling me a liar? I yeah. Mean, did you have a hair? It's okay. I was handed a piece of paper and I had to read it. So there was that cool? So I'm hoping that that, cool. that ad is a current ad this week because then we just played my ad. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. have to edit it in there. So that's kind of cool. But So that's equal to you dancing on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe not because you have 2 million followers. So you got embarrassed a little greater than I did because there's 37 people listening to my podcast. Yeah, so yeah. No, I, I'd die if the kids uh, heard me talking about sh- shaving my balls. <laughs> I know. But I signed up for it, right? I signed. No, I, I gotta said, do it. I did, and you know, we could we could sell you an eight sleep bed, or uh, you can go to mybookie.com and, and get some money for betting. So uh, that's the interesting thing about podcasts. But that's why we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. I know lots of people. Uh, I like uh, I like laughing. Like we just got to talk about shaving our balls, and, and if I really I wish this was videotaped. This is all audio podcast for now. But your faces were epic. Everybody was like, going, "Oh my god, how did he read that with a straight face? Oh my god, he just said Nick your nuts.'" I know. I, mean, I like that one. Nick yeah, your nuts. Nick your nuts. You know that was uh, 
Uh, That's what I thought your slogan should be. Like, don't nick your nuts ever again. I'm changing the theme. It's not, I'm Jim Gray, who the hell are you? Yes, I'm Jim Gray, don't nick your nuts. (laughs) So, all right, so let's talk about skateboarding. We're all freaking lovers of skateboarding. Yes, sir. Yeah. How How long have you guys been skateboarding? I've been skating since I was like nine. That's Bryson Farrell, by the way. Bryson Farrell, hello. I've been skateboarding since I was nine years old. San Diego resident. San Diego well, I met resident. you at like the Trash Bowl, I think. Is that the first place I met you? That was the one with like the brick coping. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. I think it was like a party going on and we met there. That's where we yeah, first met. Yeah, that was, was so fun. It was some event at Valley Center. We raced together in a race. Who won? I let... I didn't. Oh, you are! You let it. I didn't want to say that. No, no, no. So I was that. going. Oh, dude. I, dude, I went Mach 10 on a race before and I was like. Don't give me Jim Gray. Give me anyone else. I will bump them off. And no, Jim was there. And I was like, you know what? Uh, but I could have sworn you started with I let. And I'm assuming I got a, it, I got it a, ends I with I got a him mercy, win. I got yeah, a mercy won. allowance. Yeah, wow. I don't remember that, but thank you. Bro. I mean, I was proud of myself. I'm like, man, dude, Jim Jim beat me. Sick. <laughs> what a bonus. And then we went to that bowl. What you're saying is my fun. ego should be a little lower because I've been living no, on that no, no. high for like two years a, now. Your ego should be amazing because people are like, nah, we'll let him win. <laughs> oh, that was a Valley Center skate spot. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Because I but, won. But then, but then we also skated the, the trash bowl. Which was like the, 10 minutes company. away. Yeah. Which yeah. I never knew was in that area until Sean Ross, I think, was yeah. just like, oh, we're going. And then get in the car. And then was that the same play. day that we all skated the, what's that other pool? Farah's pool? Or Tara's? Tara the bowl? Ter- Isn't that that bowl? No, that's a pool. We also skated the, the trash bowl was the backyard Zach is yeah, that yeah, a yeah, plumber yeah. guy? The yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the little like the skate terrible park basically. The terrible is, is a pool, but it also has piano key dude, death coping. I, don't and I ain't shit on that too. Why do people build piano key coping, you young fuckers? Old guys don't like that shit. Go faster. No, they weigh. Yeah. Two, I weigh two hundred twenty five pounds. All that freaking moose fat sticks us be, <laughs> six, sticks us that between the cracks, fat. and we end up supermaning on the coping. <laughs> it's not a good feeling when you bounce off the coping. So it At makes us do all little like pansy grinds, you know. So, yeah, the piano key coping kind of scares me. It doesn't seem to bother you fuckers. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. It's fun when you watch me bleeding. I'm not really. I like these youngsters I don't laugh. Attitude. Okay, so did your parents tell you that you were named after the best ice cream chain ever in the world? What? Ferrell's. Like when we were, when I was a kid, that's where we went for ice cream. Oh, dude, we I didn't even pit, know that was the, a thing. It was a thing. They, they were all over Southern California. They were called Ferrells. And you would get like a, you, you'd get these pins on your trophy. Like I ate a, I ate like a pig. I, I got a trough. Oh, they I, brought you dude, a trough. I've been to one in Santa Clarita. Uh, near yeah. And they built a couple more in the last few years. And I don't know if they're surviving or not, but they were the, the major, major yeah. thing in like the late seventies and the eighties, long before you were dude, born. My name, okay. my name's Irish, dude. I'm originally Irish. O'Farrell. That's okay, but I figured your parents would at least tell you. You know, you were, you know, dude, no, Bryson Farrell. Farrell Which is funny. The they grew up down place. here, and I'd have never heard them once ever. Talk Mom and about Dad, Farrell's. I had a lot of respect for you till now. Till you, didn't, you didn't tell them about his real heritage in the ice cream eating business. My grandfather was a baker. That helps. Was he a baker? I like your parents, by the way. Thank you. Your parents they're, are very, they're, very they're nice fun. people. It's awesome when they show up to a session. Yeah, they're always there. It's it's they it's but great. that's cool. But they just chill. Oh, I love it. And they're just friendly to everybody at school. They're not like I, my dad. dad I've never seen your dad on there going like Bryson, do a bigger air. Like nah. he's, that's why, that's when I you know parents he comes are up annoying, to me and he'll so. be like like he'll be like bro like why are you sucking today yeah like he now like as I a like. joke but, but I'll say the same thing to you like, oh what yeah the fuck's wrong and with he'll you? just Stop be like right here and he'll just be like man just stop just do it just skate <laughs> and you're like, oh I forgot yeah I'm like oh thanks for that advice but no they're great 
they've been very supportive. They're the reason I am and we down do to, here. And we do have to make one thing clear. You didn't make a gray slide when we tried to make you, or did you? No, I never no, did. Yeah. None of us did. I can't bend. My own trick, and it hurt. Like, none of us could do it. We tried for like an hour and a half. Me, <laughs> me and Darren, my own trick. Darren Navarrete, and yeah. Andrew. And Dan Spragna. And Dan Spragna. Yeah. And none of us could do it. Like, fuck. I, I'm proud I made a trick we were, that we're five all good old. people couldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> So they're gonna tell us about your skating. You're in NorCal. Yeah, Northern California. I started skating. I would say probably around eight years old, and um, I did it because I got bullied at home. I didn't like sports because it was all bullied at home from your brother, who's right here. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You were a dick to him. You no, know, I'm not gonna lie. Like I used to be a really, really big boy. To it's okay, him. my brother and was a bully. I didn't too. really realize <laughs> it until maybe like 18. It kind of just dawned on me. I'm like. Why am I being so mean to him? You know, and it, he didn't even like trust me for about a year until I started acting more nicer, and then we just became so close, and now like we're like best friends. So he's made up for it. Oh, oh yeah. dude, okay. I've apologized so many times. I've like done so many things to make up for Check it. Check this out, right? I, I get to a car. He opens the car door. I get out. He Literally, opens the car door. Wow, I, I, dude, wow. I, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Because I'll be carrying a bag and say, "Let me take that." Because you can handle trauma when you're a child and get on it. You just don't need it anymore. Oh yeah, so yeah. Now, yeah. So now, I now I have a chauffeur and a door opener. 100. I got bullied. I got Dang. bullied, bullied, yeah. bullied, and now I don't take shit. From and skateboarding no was like what? Just your escape. You went to skate. You know, a skate park. Was there a skate park? Yeah, yeah. I'd walk about five miles or bike. In uh, so I lived in Denaire, Went to Turlock Skate okay. Park. No one's ever really heard of what it. What city is Turlock near? I know the name. Modesto. Modesto. So then uh, when I got a Highway car... Highway 99, right? Exactly. Yeah. I got a car, started driving to Fremont, Sacramento, Fresno, going to bigger ramps, bigger parks. Um, and then when I graduated high school, I was like, okay, LA, here we go. Continued skateboarding. I thought you went to Delano. No, 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 no. But, I don't um, like getting... I rode Delano Park. One thing like, I say that skateboarding, I will always be grateful, is, is skateboarding taught... It's one of the only things to actually teach you that you are supposed to fail a million times to succeed just once. You know, whereas everything else teaches you, if you don't succeed, you're a failure, you suck, you're this or that. You know, so skateboarding really set me up for life in general, you know, and I'm sure everybody here can attest to that. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys are a little more from a younger generation. I come from a generation where you guys literally had been sold on the video stuff hardcore. 100%. And it was about editing, 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 get it. Um, I, I don't have that mentality quite. I get that because we still have to learn things. But, but I always had a rule, three tries. You try something three <laughs> tries, if you don't make it, you're, no, you come back later. You'll, when you're ready, you're going to make it in those three yeah. tries. Okay. And there was a whole new generation that came along and made edit, 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 and really had people go out there and kick their ass until they had the trick. I personally couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I would like, because I think it takes some of the fun out of your skateboard. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean, I 100%. want to go and have fun, and if I try something a few times, don't make it, okay, I'm not ready. And I just move on and keep skating. Yeah. And then when I'm ready, I do it. That's just my perspective. That has a lot to do with my generation. Uh, I know that changed a lot. Well, you know, everyone um, who grew up watching DVDs and videos, and now YouTube, whatever like that, it's mm -hmm. all about, oh my God, I gotta make a banger. It's not about how good thing. you are, it's about what gets edited to mm -hmm. see how good exactly. you are. Exactly. You know, it's that last, you're only as good as that last banger. But, you put the, out. I, but the point you're making is right. Skateboarders have to challenge themselves to get things done. You can't do it. You, you're gonna fail on the first try most times, time, oh, especially yeah. on a new trick. Yeah. It's just not gonna feel right, it's gonna freak you out. Um, and I would, as a parent, would trip out that my kid would like, you know, at five years old, so with that, and this this modern generation of entitled children, you know, and my mm. kids are awesome. I love you, kids, but uh, but still, they shoot like a basket, and miss the basket, and go, "Oh, I suck at basketball." I'm like, really? <laughs> Do you think freaking Kobe Bryant like <laughs> shot one shot and made every one, and for the rest of his oh. life, he's perfect? No, he sat for hours on end. Like when you want something, you have to practice it mm -hmm. for hours. Like when I was younger, uh, I saw this clip of Mike Mo, and he said, you know, when I learned how to kickflip, I would do a hundred kickflips. 
and then move to the next trick, and then do that trick a hundred tries. Move to the next, you know, landing it each yeah. try. Yeah, see, to me, I go do that. That just destroys the whole so idea of riding a skateboard. A hundred percent. You know what but I mean? That's then, like looking at the best yeah. of the best, seeing that you're like, wow, okay, it, to get good at something, you don't just you're lucky or natural. No, for sure you, you don't. Put that work for in. sure you don't. I, I just definitely still the whole root of skateboarding to me is about motion, fluidity, and fun. And that's so if you right can now. do that and ride, even if you ride, if you ride bowls, you ride whatever, you flow, you can do the same tricks on every run and mm -hmm. you get them really wired and get the lines better, get a longer slide, longer mm -hmm. grind, whatever. Uh, but yeah, but to stop and go, okay, now I got to do this and now I got to do, oh, I'm going to try this a hundred times. It's like, well, I mean, not only is it disruptive to everybody else there that's skating, because you're getting in their way. You take a run, two walls that bail and they got to wait for you to crawl out and you walk on <laughs> two, one, bail. You're like, dude, just fucking ride your skateboard, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's another thing to think about the podcast too. I like talking to people about this to, to share well, know, interesting, uh, I'm, generational differences in how we view it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. and, and like what you're saying now is that's actually where I am now. I'm more on the level of just having fun because... Before I even started TikTok or social media, I would destroy myself trying to land one trick. Which, and when I say destroy myself, I broke my shin, I broke my wrist, I broke my elbows, I, two front teeth are fake. You know, all to try to be the best. You know, broke his arm and his leg in the same way. <sighs> I know, Damn. I know. It's crazy. I've never broken a bone. Uh, oh my god, really? That's crazy. Yeah. There we go. I told you not to knock out <laughs> yeah. that. Thank you, people on the podcast. I blew your ears out. Um, um, but now, yeah, I will soon. My now, mom voted arm or leg. Yeah. We did a podcast with mom, and she's just voted. I said, "Mom, what am I going to break?" She said, "Arm or leg." But yeah. I won't come visit you in the hospital. I'm yeah. Right. So, but now I'm just like you said, she's just having fun, trying to just enjoy myself, which is makes skateboarding a whole hell of a lot more fun. Yeah, it is, you and know? part of its maturity. Mm -hmm. You know that mm -hmm. youthful stuff. People get get you know lured in and the culture that was built around skateboarding was all about you're only as good as the gnarliest trick you do it's like yeah. not even but some of the best skaters I do are not super trick skaters they're yeah. just fluid skaters they're skaters that just look like butter when they ride and they mm -hmm. look like they're having fun and they, I mean I could care less what tricks people do I care kind of how much fun I see coming out of them and for myself you know, sometimes well, like, I get all my aggressions out by a gnarly right? frontside grind. I could just do a carve and a grind all day long, and that gnarly frontside grind just that gets every anger, angry thing out of me. And you know, well, look at Ben uh, Rayborn. You know, he he's not, he doesn't do the gnarly so the gnarly, but, but he, he but he's looks like a fun. fun oh dude. my god, I could watch that guy skate forever. See, and he uses his talent and just bounces off shit and just like makes shit up as he yeah. goes. And no, I love that a lot. So let's talk about Bryson. Let's let you talk about Bryson. <laughs> Bryson, Bryson doesn't get talked about. Bryson, he just learns. I shit can say good, so huh? much about Bryson. Bryson is the fan favorite, and when I say. Like, he's not Clay Kreiner, right? But I would rather watch him. Everybody would rather watch him skate because he's doing things that are, that are, have a, a style or yeah, a I'd life. Yeah, I'd say it. rhythmic, well, stylish, you. and flowing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, and fun. I mean, it looks like you're having fun. You have a smile on your face when you're skating. That's important. Dude, yeah. I just, I was just lucky enough to grow, like, well, I was originally in front of NorCal too, but I moved like two years into skateboarding because my parents wanted to move back down here as well. Mm -hmm. They were just over North, Northern California. Um, Reading. If any of you yeah, are I know from Reading, you pass by it when you drive up to Oregon. Yeah, yeah you don't exactly. stop there. <laughs> you don't. No, I probably stop at the gas there. station or something. So I don't know. I don't know what else was there. So nothing. Um, so anyway, moved down and I moved to Claremont and I lived there for like four years and I was three blocks away from the skate park. So any chance I had, and I went to, I went to a, a online school and other stuff. I did everything, but every moment I had, I was able to go to Claremont. And do everything we're calling on. We're taking a photo. Yeah, yeah we're back. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> okay. No, but I just, I, yeah, man. Every moment I had for like So who are your influences? Years, Claremont? Such, yeah. Such a list. Yeah, who, who are your influences? No. <laughs> Not No, but. Um, North Dakota. North Dakota, no, sir. No. He's been there for a good portion. But, uh, dude, like Peter Hewitt, I grew up around him. Um, 
Anytime you say that name, what I first thing I think of is I I I consider myself one of the better pipe writers in Mm -hmm. skateboarding history. Literally, I'm not going to bullshit about that. I was one of the guys. Damn, that's a title. No, I went went really high. Loved riding pipes. I didn't ride them as much as the Salvas and so on and so forth. I still kept my ground right under those guys. But I've never seen anyone destroy a pipe like I saw Peter Hewitt when they opened the new Upland Skate Park or rebuild the old one. I was like, I've never seen anyone go higher in a pipe. Never seen anyone charge it harder. Just thrust so far. I was like, so Peter Hewitt to me. The absolute king of pipes, and I skated with Chris Miller and Dude, you know and, 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 and you know the Albas and whatever and all those guys that were destroyed oh. Upland. But no, Peter Hewitt just he solidified Dude. in one session. Like, Dude, you're the gnarliest pipe writer. Linda Vista just opened. They have that pipe, bro. Yep. He doesn't skate it like as like at least I don't see it. But the few times I've seen him go in and drop in, I'm just like, wow, that's really he's didn't doesn't care because he I think he went over the door like first thing. Like, was yeah, going for it. No, he blew me away. So wait, who else uh, were your influences then, Bryson? You got Peter Hewitt? Dude, Hewitt. I had Navarrete. It was just honestly like my influences were the dudes who I skated with every day. So it was like dudes like Dave Ham, Dan Sprania, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Mahalko. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say my like Nate Bernie and Tay Carew, they're not my influences, but they definitely helped me grow because it was like... Well, see, it's nice because when I was a kid your age going to skate parks um, that, that I grew up in the early mm-hmm. days of the private skate parks, we went yeah. to Big O Skate Park, all those things. Uh, we didn't have guys Dan Sprang his age there to be giving us guidance. It was just kids. Yeah, it was just kids. I mean, like an old guy to us when we were 19 was like, oh, he's 26. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just no, there was a handful of dudes over 30 yeah. that showed up near a skate park. So I think it's cool. And I love when I go to a skate park now if I see a young guy and I can show him something or teach him something. Or, try this. Lean your body that way. So yeah. I think it's cool that you guys get to have that influence. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, man, like I... I would say like top pro skaters influences like Brune Glyphberg. Mm-hmm. Um, Freaking, uh, I loved Kellen James. I loved Corey Duffel. Um, Jake Brown, because I had the blind, the, two, the blind video from 2007. The man with the, the flying shoes. Dude, like, no, I don't know. That's why I visualize you say always, Jake Brown now. Always. I love that little just Aussie bastard, but man, those shoes flying off is the gnarliest visual ever. Bro. But yeah, man, skating's just been, honestly, it's been the biggest blessing to me ever. I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't do any. I might. I mean, I make music too. I might maybe do that. But honestly, skateboarding eased my way into music. So, then so I got you guys still doing rock. this clothing company that you started? Um, not. I don't. To be honest, not really. I'll be really honest with you. She's super busy, and for the boys and all that stuff we did, she Dakota did a lot of the online work and a lot of stuff because he just went after it, and he was already the man of it because he we might have to talk to you about that again. I have a licensing company. Yeah. And I do stuff with people like that and put it out for them, sort of artists and stuff like that. And I mean, so they don't have to do the sales and all that, set up the websites and all that. So who knows? You never know. It's something we might talk about. You said about. you do stickers as well. Um, I do stickers, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been doing stickers for 20 plus years. I should do it at my Acme Skateboard Factory in like a little corner. We want to do some work together. Yeah, we'll do some stuff. See, look at my fridge over there. I printed every one of those stickers. Oh, God. So, um, really? Well, you print them for Ace as well? Uh, I don't print Aces, but okay. I print, uh, I print friggin' Nike, SB, I print oh, Volcom, wow. okay. I print those Hot Wheels stickers, uh, okay. you name it, uh, Joker Skate Shop, O'Neill Surfwear, just all sorts of, you know, People. my customer base, this is like really, really, a Dogtown, I print the OG Dogtown Really across the board, so, I guess. Yeah, so we can do the simplest one color That's sticker right. to, you know, the 12 color Dogtown ones are probably some of the most intense ones we do. Because okay. they're very old school and they like that old school look and people really buy it. So I mean, shit, um, Dakota and I, maybe we'll talk about it more. And we'll yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about that. Just a sidebar. I mean, see, because hey, this... I'd like to do it. It's just, honestly, we're both doing things separately in our own. Like, like this is honestly, like, in this week, the first time we've hung out in, like, 
three weeks to a yeah. month. Yeah. Well, let's let's, let's go to Dakota now because he's famous now. Yeah. I mean, we're really lucky we got him here. I thought he's going to go, Jim Graham, nah, fucking washed up it. skater. Fuck him. I got two million <laughs> followers now. I need luck talk to my followers. I need a DM followers. Bro, I, need to, I need to blow kisses to followers. Hey, hey, yeah, so. he Did he go live on the way here? Hey, okay. I'll have my people reach out to your people. Okay, okay. good. Good. <laughs> well, then have him reach out to me because I am my people. I am my person. So let's talk about what what has gone since you seriously since you got that virus and started going viral um, virus and I know I can't shut I just, I like that's it. my buzzword for the day he's got it a virus so, it sounds so good um, and you know viruses can't be cured that easily so it's good let's hope it doesn't yeah, get yeah, cured right? yeah right, right. so uh, I, I, I looked at TikTok I set up a TikTok literally uh, I forget who brought it up uh, it might have been Chris Vanguard mm-hmm. I, I said he, he followed me so I have you know mm-hmm. I have one follower and I think I have one post so I'm going to have to take you're a picture of you and put a post. So when you mention that, you know, you hung out with me, that maybe someone, I'll get like 14 followers. Well, I got my know. brother here to uh, almost 12,000. Oh, I like that. So. I like that. It's good. Um, so let's talk about that. But what's, what's going on with your life? How does that change your life? I mean, seriously. So TikTok is the biggest influence in my life right now. It has provided the most opportunities and uh, just a, a way out of destroying myself every day on the skateboard which mm-hmm. wasn't bad but like I had mentioned a few minutes ago is before this I was the one to try a trick a million times regardless of if I felt I was well now you're focusing not. on the fun part oh which my is, god it means you found skateboarding real the best part of skateboarding exactly. is fun exactly exactly so. but with social media I mean like just you look at the timeline of just time everybody has always and will always want to be entertained you know, mm-hmm, for sure. So this is just another form of entertainment. I get laughed and, at every day online. <laughs> and with this generation, people want it now. You know, they don't want it yeah. in ten minutes, fifteen minutes. You know, they want it now. So fifteen second videos, you get to go ha ha ha. Next one, you know. And I found a way to kind of hone that and and make it my own. And because I provided something that wasn't already there, people were like, "Well, if I want to watch that kind of content, I have to go to." Dakota. Sure, I get it. I'm yeah. sure there's mimickers now. You have people that have mimicked exactly what oh, you've done. I got fan done. pages on fan pages. Yeah. Which blows my yeah. mind. Dakota like, too. Dakota, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we've seen some like I hate Dakota pages. We laugh I at those ones. Oh yeah, yeah I we, got the haters. we literally Dude, laugh. And haters, haters. So I Fuck love yeah, you just as much. I love haters too. Hate him. Hate it's me. Hilarious. Hate us all. It's so funny. Hate me. If you're not being hated, you're not doing something. Right. Exactly. That's true. You know, I have lots of haters in skateboarding, believe it or not, because there are some people who don't actually even like when I show up to a session. Because mm-hmm. I have fun. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who are so serious that actually throws them off. They're, they get bummed. Like Jim Gray's here. He's going to laugh. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to fall down and giggle when he, when he grinds and slides on his ass. And like, dude, this skateboard is serious, man. We've got to be gnarly. It's like, well, I'll, I can still be gnarly. You know, you're just <laughs> fucking the pull the cork out of your ass. You know, I'm like, but uh, so whatever. I've come to learn that. And I just like, you have to deal with it, you know. Mm-hmm. For, and success uh, sparks jealousy um, and envy. And, and unfortunately, Let's face it. I mean, we, we've all been depressed in our life. We've all been sad. We've all been, and then you look at someone who's somehow getting a success you don't understand. It's really easy to kind of go fuck that person. Mm-hmm. They I'm don't deserve right it. Now. And put it this way: Does anyone deserve it? No. No. And yeah. does anyone not deserve it? No. no. So it's just that it's something. Something somebody told me when I was nineteen and worked in the mortgage business, and I've never forgot it. He says, "Power is taken, not given." Mm-hmm. Okay. No one walks up and says. You get to be the manager of the store. No, you work your ass off, and then you tell them you want to be the manager. You might get it before the other guy who thought he was more qualified, but he never asked, never pushed, never went for it. Mm-hmm. He took the power. So you go out and make shit happen for yourself. You deserve it. Oh, you know. Interesting um, with skateboarding, and, though, and social media, which when I first got TikTok and started posting TikTok videos, I lost so many followers that mm-hmm. were in the skateboard community that I called friends. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was shocked. You know, I was kind of bummed at first. They've all followed me back now. They've all DM'd me now, yeah. you know, and it's like, 
because yeah, I'm strange, successful in it now. Before, yeah. when you didn't understand it, you're like, well, what the hell? This isn't skateboarding post. Well, I understand if you changed and you were like disrespectful and you walked around, even if you put a persona on your videos, it's fun and whatever and, and snobby or whatever it is, like uh, I'm, which I haven't seen you done, but I know yeah. some people will, <laughs> but uh, you know, whatever, their friends should see that. But if you're not doing that and they're just dissing you because you're becoming successful, yeah. it's like, no, dude, like I said, power is taken. You go take it. You see an opportunity, you make it work. You know damn well you don't know how long it's going to last. No, right? You really no. don't. You don't know where it's going to go. I mean, pretty much every social media thing, the only thing that's guaranteed is they try to pull the rug out from under those that find a way to get successful at it to divert it somewhere else, usually yeah. towards the corporate world. That's oh, just 100%. typically what's happened with everything. They try to yeah. force advertising on you. They try to, you know, because let's face it, we do all these things. This is a new generation. When I grew up, nothing worked this way. Nothing was just given to you except for network television, which would broadcast it over the airwaves, right? And you yeah. had to tune in and, and then you had to listen to commercials. You didn't have TiVo. You didn't have any of that stuff where you could rewind and to where now you can live stream like that. So you had to go through all those cycles. But the ad that paid that money so they could broadcast to you, you had a choice to watch or not to watch. Now everything's free. I mean, you don't pay to go on TikTok. You don't pay for a Facebook. You don't pay for Instagram. But someone has to finance that. Yeah. You know, first Fantasyland started, all right? They start, Facebook starts getting big. They're, they're capitalized at billions of dollars. People are going, but they don't make a penny. Mm-hmm. They mean, but what they were do- doing is they were developing value, which was the customer base, which was just the fact that they had a connection. Think about it. Facebook is now more influential. Instagram, TikTok, all of these things. Social media is more influential in the average person's life than any form of newspaper, well, and that's than any beautiful. form of news. That is beautiful that because is like, you don't have to wait the there for somebody to be like, hey, I want you to be a part of this. Every day, yeah, you I go pick take up my it. phone. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to taking it. You know, I'm like, well, I am my own actor. I am my own director. I am my own producer, you know? And I think knowing that or even learning that, you know, early on and going on to TikTok was able to make me successful because going back to taking it, I, w- I don't take no. You know, it's not if I'm going to be successful, it's when. Because it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to take it. You know, that's that's flat out what's going to happen. How do you, now, how do you convert it? You have you have the base. How do you turn that into a living, literally? Uh, well, I've dropped out of college. I quit my job. I get about 100 million views a month. Okay. Um, with that. How do you monetize that, literally? So I have companies like Fashion Nova paying mm-hmm. me $12,000. Okay. I have a company, or I worked with Marshmallow or The Weeknd, you know. Okay. It's getting those views, mm-hmm. and, and it's like this. I understand the views of the value. It's it's how you everybody convert, does this, you know? right? On YouTube, skip bad, skip bad, skip yeah. bad. Yeah. So when they pay me, I make it in a way where it's not an ad. You still take all that information in, and you've been sold that advertisement, but you don't realize it, I, yeah. you know. It's in a way where it's not like, buy this product. Well, here's the thing. I, don't mind, I personally don't mind ads if I like them. I don't really mind because people have to sell things. Mm-hmm. I'm a consumer. I have to buy things, mm-hmm. right? And I have to know what's available in the market. I don't like cheese ball ads. I don't like ads that feel like they're wasting my time. But that's I like right ads there. that it's, feel it's like right they're, they're fun. You wasting your time. Yeah. I make them in a way where it's not like you got, felt like you're wasting your time. So yeah. you like it, which makes it more valuable than, let's say, the company or a person who just says buy this product. So, or so you're the new app. Foot Conan Belding, and what that <laughs> is, that's an ad agency. There's big ad agencies. There should be about ten of them in the country. Foot Conan Belding, they were the ones they would that you'd see the shows like uh, Mad Men and whatever like that. They were they were about guys that sold campaigns to General Motors, Ford, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and they got these big multi million dollar contracts. They handled their advertising. They placed their advertising. Now now you are a source for an advertiser. In a way. So yes. they have to find you and I guarantee you're gonna see ad agencies come out of that where you may get contacted by that I already have an agent now who deals with everything so they set it up for you yeah 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 yeah. and then I already told them my prerequisites of what I like Mm -hmm. and don't like and Mm -hmm. then they will 
filter that out and then be like, hey, Dakota, this is So you're is not going to read commercials about shaving your balls. Exactly. Great. So what you're saying is I'm far beneath you now. Not far beneath. I actually have, enjoyed reading the ad about reading. We have different, uh, what do you call the audiences who, yeah. you know, 12-year-olds are like, I don't even have hair on my balls. What to yeah. shave? So, <laughs> <laughs> therefore, it made more sense for these 35-year-olds to be like, yo, I need that shaver. I mean, to be honest, it would be a good, like, intro step. Dakota Olave, ball shaver. Dakota Olave, it's like a little 12-year-old. He's like, oh, well, I mean, I got to do that. <laughs> Someday when you're done with your Snickers bar, which I have right here, it's tasty, um, <laughs> you're going to need to shave your balls. So for you old guys who are already there, years. buy a Manscaped thing. Like, years. yeah. Come back, come yeah. back in five years. That's fine. That's pretty good. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm glad, and it's uh, and and I know it's hard work because it is a full time job, right? You yes. have to every day think about what you're every do. single minute of every single um, day. But how at the same often time, do you post? Uh, I post every day. Like, post. do you post one a day? Two? I mean, do you have a, is, is it whatever you feel like? It's whatever I feel like, which I like. I, I spread it out between TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and okay. between all of those, I'll post different amounts of times during the day, or tweet, or you know, YouTube videos and that. But like you had mentioned earlier, you know, you don't when it you don't know when it's gonna end, you know. So I've diversified my content across all platforms so that way if one does end, guess what? All my eggs weren't in one basket. Yeah, yeah, you certainly don't wanna I mean, like I said, literally I set up the TikTok, I have one follower and like one post. What was the post? What was your post? I posted Chris clicks. I literally filmed him while he's sitting here in my shop (laughs) and we were signing up for TikToks or whatever like that and uh, and I posted I think he filmed one of Coco, my dog, and put it on there and we follow each other and it's like, Woo yeah, we're uh, We're on there. um, uh, we're on there, yeah. And, Dude, all and, my posts and, are And then because I, he mentioned that you were on there, I started looking at it, and then I started seeing some of your stuff, and I and it was just kind of like scratching my head. This is interesting. You know, it's funny. Um, but I don't... It's a, it's like a new world. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I started on Facebook because my kids signed mm-hmm. up for Facebook, and I wanted to have them not doing stupid shit I wouldn't see. So I signed up for mm-hmm. a Facebook, and the next thing I know, I'm getting friend requests mostly from my kids' friends. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I was pretty good with them. Because I was, you know, I was a skater, and they'd want to come skating, whatever. So... So then I started getting friend requests from skaters and people I knew. And before you know it, you know, I was out of the 5,000 Facebook friends you could have. And, you know, yeah. and that's like, yeah. uh, that's... and then, but Instagram, I was hesitant. I remember some of the, uh, again, it's kind of younger, it's younger. <laughs> I'd see some of the younger skate guys were going, oh yeah, they're all going to Instagram. I'm like, but what? Because see, the thing is from an old guy standpoint, what I liked about Facebook was interaction. Mm-hmm. Like if I commented on your thing, you saw that I commented and then you saw that we commented if we're all, if we all liked it like that. And there was actually like a conversation going on. Um, which I guess if you get to the point now where the attention span is five seconds and you're and all you would get is some people will tell me oh I don't even like your posts anymore because there's too many comments and too much back and forth so in my whole day my phone's just blowing up with like and such and such comment and such and such comment I guess I get that too that's so really but, annoying because uh, people do annoying. that to him where they're just like like I've had people come up to me and be like yeah like I unfollow Dakota because like I don't want to watch like well, don't tell me. I don't care. Tell me. Yeah, tell him. Or yeah, how about just don't say anything? It doesn't matter. Like, I'm, well, I get like, it. It's just one of those things is how you want to do it. So that was my, my like for Facebook was the fact that lots of people within the skateboard world were mostly who was commenting. So people I knew. So a lot of the engagement was personal, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and I liked it. But then, you know, like I said, it would annoy people if you start getting too popular, too busy, and there's 500 comments. Be like, I didn't want 500 notifications on my phone. Um, and then they went to Instagram. And like, okay, Instagram's cool. But then if somebody commented, they didn't see the other person's comment. They didn't yeah. know they commented. It was, it was, which, which on some levels is more pure because if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. 
but they're not seeing and feeling the community aspect of it. Yeah. You know, um, so so each one of these, and then TikTok's the new thing. So I'm going, well, okay, now I got to look at that and see how that works. I don't really know so, yet. So well, you said you know it went from having that community feel from Facebook to not on Instagram. Yeah, it's back to the community again on TikTok. That's why people like it because you're you're interacting with it. You don't just make a post of your food, and say this is what I ate. Yeah. You know, you create stuff. You create, and and, and it's. That creating that really draws people. But so tell me how the interaction takes place. Interaction so, so. takes place is something called duet, which means okay. if they like your video, they uh, will record a video right next to it and get to interact with your video. Or you can do a vice versa and make it go back and forth, back and forth. Or if they like it, they can just do a reaction to it, you know, and they get to feel like they're a part of the video because now that video that I made is now on their profile with the video that they made next to it. Which and is also helping amplify your views because they're 100%, viewers. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. And a lot of that is hate. I get a lot of hate uh, duets, but they don't realize that they really hated me. They just hold it and click not interested. But no, they make the duet, no, no, I get and then it's now on their profile, and everyone's like, "Well, who's this guy?" Then click my name, and then I I'm not a follower. I'm yeah. building your following with hate. It's very uh, self-absorbed. TikTok yeah. is super weird in this. Like he capitalized on perfect. Like yeah. for me, like I see it, and I look around, and I see all these kids saying like literally making videos because they want to be famous all of them yeah, caption yeah. Don't I think if you do fly. it because you want to be famous you're, it's never going to work you have to do it because it's yeah. fun and then it, if you get lucky but you that's what the everyone and, does you know, on TikTok now yeah. Ev- not every single person but the majority well, of people I'm already famous TikTok. I don't need that shit I have <laughs> 30 like, people bro. in 4 countries know who I am so I don't need it shit but, you know yeah, I might try to up that to sixty you, people in eleven countries. You're, but you you're know. bigger than Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, dude, I am. I'm way bigger than Michael Jackson. Literally, physically, <laughs> figure it out. In, way, I'm than in all Jackson. aspects. Yeah. <laughs> I think my legs are probably bigger than his torso. Yeah. When he was, you know. um, well, that, no, that's interesting. Now, now, were you guys Snapchatters? I, I like to Snapchat. Really like it. I never liked it. I've, all, I've always been into Snapchat, but I don't film Snapchats myself. Yeah. I film like. Funny shit. Like I have literally a Snapchat the other day of some dude was in a truck with the Ghostbuster sign on it, and I sang the Ghostbusters theme song. But the dude inside looked like literally like the most boring dude in the world. So I said, "Who are you gonna call?" And I zoomed up and I said, "Dave." You know, it was just like something <laughs> dumb, but it's like for ten people. I don't know. Snapchat's for me is that's why I have Instagram and Snapchat. Snapchat's for my dumb shit, all like the stuff I don't really want to, you know. Well, and again, this is where, like, you know, what the cool thing about this to me is talking about perspectives. See, I come from a generation of you've had so much of what you've done on skateboard, like film Mm -hmm. and photograph, and you probably have archives and piles of stuff. I do from the last 10 years, but I've been skateboarding since 1977, Mm -hmm. you know, or earlier than that. But I mean, that's my, might be the first time I have, first time I have photos of that stuff. And when someone pulls out a photo from 77, 79, like, I shot this, I'm like, all like, oh my God, it's like gold, you know, because it was so few and far between. Most of probably what was ever photographed of me or even filmed, I'll never see. It just went away. It's in someone's video or archive vault somewhere. Um, And so to me... There's, we cherish film and footage and pictures. Yeah. And to me, Snapchat was throwing away media. Yeah, 100%. And, and I called it disposable media. I mean, I even my old skateboard magazine, I can pull out a magazine from 1995 and look at an old ad and it's still I still get stoked flipping through it and so on and so forth. And, and the idea that everything is coming and going so fast that even your own media you're making of yourself is disposed. It's like that. that's yeah. the hard part part to me that's I why mean, that's why snapchat your, you're right yeah. you can yourself but the, the 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 basic idea of snapchat kids were posting stuff they shouldn't post on there thinking it's yeah. going away well, someone could screenshot someone yeah. could do whatever like all sorts of dumb stuff like that um but so it, it what happens with tiktok is tiktok save all your stuff you screw keep scrolling and keep go back as far as you want yeah so there's a feature you could favorite some videos which i favorite i only favorite the the, the best of the best that i really truly yeah. like you know but for my own account you know uh 
I, I have all them on my computer as well because I film everything off app, yeah. edit it, and then post it on the app, yeah. you know. But no, I get it. Tying into, like, uh, the disposable or, you know, what you cherish, I really love YouTube for that aspect because I, I, I do vlogs now, you mm -hmm. know. And it's really fun to go back and look what I did last year and watch a full day because it's not just a snapshot. I'd be like, oh, I remember that moment. Yeah. I get to watch back and see the whole day or see Well, that's what I love about pictures. I literally, it's funny. I have, the strangest of all things, I love houses. And I posted on Instagram for a long time, this is not Jim's beautiful house. I just take pictures of houses I really like sometimes. And there's like 350 <laughs> or 400 houses in this hashtag now. Um, and But what's weird is I forget like literally little things that were talked about today. I'll forget tomorrow. But I can go to almost any one of those 400 houses and, and I never post where they are or whatever like that. You could ask me, where's that house? And I would tell you, oh, yeah. that's in, you know, this West Hollywood, yeah. this general area. I mean, not another street. But like I always remember exactly where I shot the picture of that house. So we all have a different... Do you think Visual that's because, like, in like, it's more obviously it's like in front of you. It's not like your phone where it's kind of like virtual, where your mind's already set on kind of wasting, not wasting, but like looking at mind-numbing stuff. Where when you go to something like a house, you get all the visual and the details and everything so specific because it's right in front of you. You can smell. You it's use possible, but I mean, senses. almost all the pictures are really shot out of my car window. I don't like walking. Oh, around you don't taking... like stop. You just no. I mean, just, I mean, pull he's over going for thirty-five. He's like, uh, you... I know a lot of them are shot going thirty-five miles an hour. I like to think some... I roll it down and snip that. That's a bitchin' house. I posted. Have you had like, someone you know... like stand in front of your house and you <laughs> drive by and? Take a photo of someone. Think of that perspective. That's well, really funny. Oh, I've had some people wonder, like, what the fuck are you taking a picture of my house for? Like, you know, casing it. Because I like exactly. Dude, no, I've really thought funny. that for sure. No, I, I've definitely gotten that uh, that vibe. I try not to take pictures of the houses people are standing in front of because I <laughs> take the ski mask you know, off. In fact, I really don't like them when there's <laughs> cars in front of where like that. I like them just just the house itself. Because think about it, other than other than maybe like clothing or something like that. We have a million different t-shirts like that. Uh, there's not that many other things on earth where there's so, so many unique and individual versions yeah. of yeah. especially when you start talking yes. custom houses i mean it can be so close but it's shaped a little different it has a different roof it has different garage doors it has different windows and by the time you add porches windows front door you know like the Almost front yards backyards you know yeah, how they're like how they're, they're wide they're long they're skinny they're tall you know it's like there's so many styles of houses it's unreal mm -hmm. You know, and there's just something about them, I guess, you know. I, I mean, everything's an influence, you know. These new... I'm yeah, but for whatever reason, that sticks in my mind. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pool your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. Do you have a house that people roll up to and take uh, a photo saying that's uh, not my beautiful no, house? Uh, no, I honestly, I lost all my houses when my skateboard factory closed. When China just crushed my skateboard factory, I lost so much money. I had to walk away from everything. I had like $6 million in houses and, and oh, I, I, rent, I rent now. So I have, okay. uh, yeah, I've, I've learned all the good things in life. I've been rich, poor, I've been <laughs> everything in between. And, uh, but I still, I still like life. That's what really matters. You got that big smile on your face always. I love it. <laughs> well, because life is fun, man. If you make it. 
You know what? But look, I'm not. I mean, I've, I've only made it now because I know all, all of you guys, but young you and make old. It fun. And I have, and I make it fun. I thought you said if you make <laughs> no, it, like, no, no, make it no, in no, life. No, okay, all right. Make it fun. No, because some people think it's only good if you make it. You don't no, have to be anybody. No, no, exactly. You know? I mean, like I was in a spot where I was homeless and poor, and mm-hmm. and straight up. I had a huge smile on my face because we made a little place called Johnny Trahava or something, you know. But we didn't understand what we did or didn't have. We just made life yeah. fun, you know. Yeah. No, and I agree. That is what uh, um, you know, Daniel Cuervo. Yeah. yeah, I actually did an interview with him. Whatever, and I, I didn't realize like when he had moved here from Dominican Republic. Yeah. At some point, he lived on the streets for three years. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just learned to get a 24-hour fitness thing and clean myself. So he didn't live like a dirty, clear, homeless person. Mm-hmm. No. He lived homeless because he. Yeah, he had to. He wanted yeah, to be the nomadic skateboarder, yeah. and it was like rad. I go, dude, you're still clean cut, well spoken, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. can be a little fierce if you piss him off. I like that too. Uh, <laughs> I do like that. Dude. No. no, it's awesome. I love Daniel. I love him too. So, um, but yeah, life is what you make of it. And uh, look, I'm surrounded by skateboards. How cool is that? Dude. Yeah, I'd say you made life yeah. pretty fun. Just it's looking around. Honestly, my only motivator because like that scares me every day. Like kind of, I'll like be like driving, and all of a sudden I have a thought where I'm like, dude, I won't be able to drive eventually like i'm i'm gonna be gone i'm gonna like cease to exist i don't mind that that, that the long there. way off and i'll tell you it goes by dude i don't mind that that thought's there but it's like i'll have it and then i'm like cool well then that's gonna happen let me do what i've been wanting to do now you know now and that's honestly been like cool because it's like i can kind of think well, where you guys are at now how old are you i'm dude i'm so young You're I'm 19, 19 that's what i thought and how old are you 24 24 right i mean the reality is you could take life at your pace, but when you're young, you should take advantage of the opportunities. Because once you literally yeah. get stuck in a job that's a full-time job of some sort, uh, you have family, kids, so on and so forth. Even if you have flexibility, I always worked for myself, but I had kids in school, stuff, whatever like that. It becomes harder to just take off when you want, go off and do things. Uh, so yeah, you got to take advantage of it when you're young, but you also have to you have to watch that point when you start crossing over. Okay, now I'm actually taking away from my ability to actually retire or live or like that. I mean, I'm going to end up being a poor toothless dude on the street if you try to take it too far. Or if you get lucky, you get fortunate. Like if this TikTok thing hits hard and you make lots of money and you're able to stash it, invest it. You know, that's actually you know, currently yeah. what I'm going through yeah, right now. Absolutely. Buy, buy freaking a it, fourplex and get a tenants in there because the only exactly. thing that goes up is rent. No. <laughs> you know and that's, like, that's my first thing is, yeah. is I've been putting a lot of money into savings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I've been talking to a broker in SF so I can mm-hmm. start investing and mm-hmm. the next thing I'm doing is buying a house next year. Good. Um, and then guess what? Another one, another one, another Absolutely. one. Because there's only so much land on this earth. Absolutely. You know, the value of those, there's only so much. It's going to go up. You no, know? And, I mean, and unfortunately, like I said, I had a lot of property. I kind of had to sell it when business went yeah. south. I didn't have any choice out. But I yeah. looked, you know, my main residence I lived in for a while, I looked at Zillow not long ago. It was like $3.3 million. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you know, crazy. It's like, that would have solved all the problems yeah. that I still have today if I was able to hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. And so, so real estate, you know, so especially re- um, uh, rental real estate. Yeah. Like literally if you buy yourself a little apartment building somewhere, you know, and live in one unit and rent six units or seven units mm-hmm. or like that. Done, yeah. Just let it keep going. The rent keeps going. One day retire and, you know, have that income going. So I definitely... As I'm like getting older, I'm like slowly realizing how important. How because I'm just hearing that from everybody. Well, you like know what happens. Parents, what I don't Josh like is skateboarding, like, dude. As an industry dude. sponsors guys, and they try to use them for their skateboard talent, mm-hmm. and and forget about telling them like, hey, your life has to go on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was always one of the few people that I knew of that told my skaters like, hey, it's a two or three little year window. If you get it, you know, maybe yeah. it's longer. You know, don't quit school. Don't do all that stuff if it's not guaranteed because it's a lot easier to be a, a rock star with a. You know, a, mm-hmm. uh, I use that as an example because I know a guy who was in Sublime who was my teacher's doctor. You know, mm-hmm. my teacher's my kid's doctor, and he has platinum records on his wall. And I go, mm-hmm. it's easier to be, have a doctor's degree and have your platinum records on the wall than be a guy who thought he was going to have platinum records on the wall. So he dropped out of everything and ended up 
doing it. So you need to milk this, you know, yeah. for what you can, and you know, take it for what it's worth. And if it doesn't, you gotta get your ass back in school and yeah. and move on to the next thing. But I think you you get enough knowledge from doing this and connections. I say that connections are the key thing you should use. Oh, 100%. If you learn people in film and media and television, I mean, maybe you end up in the advertising business. Yeah, you know, well, it's I mean, not you even anymore. Before I dropped out, yeah. I was doing this for about a year before I dropped out, yeah. and then it got to the point where my time was just so split into so many different things. I realized, you know, that that school, like, and I'm an advocate for school. I love education, but school won't teach me anything I need to know about social media. They're going to teach well, me about school, jobs. Well, honestly, school about, doesn't teach you. Yeah. It doesn't even teach you about jobs. No, it teaches you about the history of the world, proper English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, there's nothing I ever Certain learned in a skills. job that I learned in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, here, this is like, okay, sir, sure, you learn about numbers, but now you need to type in this computer and put it into a format. That's stuff you learn on the, on the on job. The, yeah, on the job. Uh, if you're intelligent, you have enough general knowledge. I think most jobs, I think a lot of companies are stupid that they'll only hire someone with a college degree because sometimes the dudes with a college degree are not your smartest or hardest workers. Or <laughs> No, you know, but they learn just to fit in that, in that yeah. you know, conveyor belt. But you can't kid USA yourself in today's world if you don't have one yeah. that you're going to be – you find yourself at a disadvantage because yeah. there are dudes like, oh, I got passed up for the job because these guys had college degrees and this guy's like got all the experience and knowledge, the connections, whatever that, and they, oh, they push him aside and take the guy with a college degree who knows nothing. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it's, it's – Except at the end of the day, you can do those big things and go to college if you really wanted to have the determination. Yeah, I recommend to every guy. Go to college. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking a two year right now. I'm yeah. just trying to because I, you know, I got my FAFSA and everything, and yeah. I'm trying to take advantage of two years I have right now. I'll just they're all music classes right now to get me into like certain things like that. But that's because it's my uh, like uh, intro into it. Like I have other options. Like I could look at world religions. I could do welding because I grew yeah. up with a welder. Sure. I know how to weld. Like you know, these, I have options. But at the moment. That's what I have that's so important to me. And, you know, music is something I do often, and it's like, why can't I go to school for it? But music also is another thing that is very weird and not very determined. So that's another thing where it's like, maybe if I want something more determined, I should go to welding because everyone needs a welder. Like that's Well, yeah, I mean, important. music is awesome um, because obviously, face it, we love music. But so much of that has been uh, the monetization of it's been taken away. It's difficult to earn a living. It's very hard to um, tell me. So unless you can really, unless you can really tour and play a lot of shows, yes. like my friends, you know, Klaus and the guys that were here the other day, in the picture books they call them. They they said they're doing two hundred shows this year, mm-hmm. and some of them are in a big, you know, arenas of ten thousand plus people, and they still they aren't rolling the cash. They're just living well, and you and know, that's a lot of to do with tour. social media, YouTube, yeah. SoundCloud, Spotify, all these mm-hmm. things where you can get music kind of not for free but for a way cheaper price than rather going to the store and getting an album that's probably $25. Well, my brother owns like 2000 albums. He bought albums yeah. in my generation. Now people get copies from their friends, they stream stuff, they, you know, download stuff. It's just well, they're you, not investing the same back into it. Even going into music like TikTok at the end of the day it's actually a music platform. Well, because it's paying you for views in a sense, right? Well, I mean, you're, you're able that. to earn based on Not even on that. It, it is a music platform. That's what they are. At the end of the day, they, they are a music platform. Uh, artists like Lil Nas X or Swaco the Child, you know, their life changed overnight because of a song that became a trend and, and it's the number one. Like, even Old Town Road is yeah. now the number one song that remained number one for the longest amount of time, you know? And that happened because of TikTok. Now, now our, let's talk about copyrights in TikTok. Are these people allowing their music to be used? Is you it, have is to uh, go through a uh, distributor to put it on TikTok. But once it's on there, you've already 
cleared you all. You got the clearances. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Are you paying for that? Uh, I'm not paying for no. that. Okay. Um, but people the re- do But the record the- companies approve it. If they yeah. approve it, yeah. because, I mean, and they should approve it. I mean, they'd be stupid not to not go, to. this guy's got two million followers. Okay, I'll let him play 15 seconds of our song. That's going to... Yeah. Uh, well, it's even got to the point where now I don't, unless they, like, because I, I, okay, so... If somebody wants me to promote their music and use a song that, let's say, they just released, you know, they pay me about fifteen hundred dollars. I'll make about a fifteen to thirty second video with that sound, and I have enough followers that people are like, "Oh, that sounds like good." Then they'll make a video out of it. Then they'll make a video yeah, out of yeah. it, so which is that exponentially, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's another. And way. your agent lines that stuff up for you, hundred yeah, percent. And awesome. I only signed with him uh, the end of last year. I had a couple, couple other people trying to reach out to me. Uh, iffy stuff that I was like, nah, I'm not feeling. And why that. did you pick this agent? How did you meet them? Um, so uh, they reached out to me, and they're invite only. A lot of the other agencies are like, we accept anybody, and I was like, well, if you accept anybody, like you're just gonna charge them some fee to like. Give well, them even like, the person who tried to sign me was like, well, I'm a believer that, and if you're hearing this, uh, sorry, um, he's like, I'm a believer that some money is better than no money. So he got me a couple deals for like <laughs> 200 bucks, which was like a slap in the face because sure. now I'm making $1,500 to $10,000, you know? Yeah. And he just wanted some money, you know? Now with this agent, he was like, you know, it's invite only. I will only make a percentage off of what I get you. So if I get my own money, guess what? That's my money. You know, whereas the other guy was like, anything you make, I get a percentage of, you know? So this agent, uh, it's called Social Hinge, mm-hmm. and they've told me everything that I really, really was looking for myself, and when they had relayed that to me, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And within this month and a half I've been signed with them, they've gotten me several deals that I guarantee I probably wouldn't got on my own because I don't know that sure. business lingo. Well, that's why I signed up on a network podcast as well. Okay. I said I'd rather read ads about shaving my balls because someone <laughs> handed it to me than me going out and saying, hey, will you advertise on my show? Yeah. I'd rather spend that hour talking to you or yeah. somebody else and, and Chris Markovich is coming in tomorrow. You know, I'm just, it's like, I love this. I get to talk to all these rad skateboarders about things they do. And uh, I don't want to be chasing ad dollars down. That, and that's what's beautiful is now I'm at a point where I can just focus on creating. And that's what I like to do. I like mm-hmm. to create. So mm-hmm. now I don't have to worry about how am I going to get this there or how am I going to do that. You know, It gets done for me, and I just worry about the creative aspect of what can, my brand is. Can you can create me? Can you, make, can you quaff me and make me look I don't better? need to. You've quaff. already been. You are, you are who you need to be. <laughs> I love that <laughs> bullshit. I invite people on here to make me say, say something good about me. Jim, I love that you used the word quaff. That was quaff. Like, <laughs> yeah, was that in your vocab? Like, like fucking. Uh, it is. Well, you probably don't realize. I actually in the middle of a divorce, but I well, did have a hair salon for many years. My wife, and she was a hairdresser, so I've been around okay. the, the hair, hair since so, 1989. We opened a hair I know salon. What I'm so doing. quaffing, so I know what I'm doing. quaffing is a uh, is is That's maybe part amazing, of the regular vocabulary. And that's Coco. She's 14. She's Ew, choking. Puppy, so it's okay. Um, well, damn, this is fun. Do you I like, like doing it. podcasts with Jim Gray? Oh, I, my first podcast. This is your first podcast? First Whoa. Podcast. You heard it here. The, the, when the news guys, they go, da, 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 yeah. da. we have an exclusive here. Dakota Olave did his first podcast with Jim Gray. That means the rest of you really famous people. Dude, you're going to be on freaking Joe Rogan's podcast next. Yeah, no. Just because you're on mine. Dude, like, they're they're going to all want you now. Just because you're all going to want you now. It's, like I said earlier, where TikTok has been this biggest influence to me. It's just providing me opportunities that I never thought I'd be able to do you know i'm able to go ahead and give airpods away or, oh, that or, was really cool I, thank you for bringing me some airpods i don't have any airpods and i really here's the thing it's, it's like his niche i've always like wanted it. to give back and now yeah. i'm able to do it at such a bigger scale that i never thought possible you know so and another Dude, would, would aspect, you would you help me with something this doesn't have to be on your tiktok my guys the friends the picture book someone bought at their show tw- they made some decks someone made 12 decks and they gave them to me to give out to people if I give give, I give if I give you a couple of them, would you just give them to people? Oh, they're today. Yeah. Okay, I, I can even make I want, TikTok videos. I want you to find them. some. That would be really cool. 
They would just because they're they're actually skateboarders. This is like said, the European awesome. champions. So in the from 80s, now on, if you find you know, anybody with any skateboard products yeah, that wants want to give to it do, away, yeah. let, let me know because I was just talking to Slappy's Garage last mm-hmm. night, and he said I had to talk to somebody else and this and that, which I'll get to. But you know, I want to be able to give back to the community that I was first a part of, and that is skateboarding. You know, so I want to find skateboards, wheels, trucks, bearings, and go to a yeah. park and be like, hey. You know, I see you have the crappiest board. Bam! Because yeah, one of my first exactly skateboards, what they want one of my first skateboards came from somebody coming up to me. He's like, "You have a Walmart board." I'm like, uh, "It's it's what I got. It's what I can have." You know, gave me a brand new deck, gripped and everything, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and you, you know? never forget that. Mm-hmm. Never, never. You know, because it provided me again with the lessons of skateboarding. As we're, me for life. as we're talking about slappies, Jason calling me. Oh, that's nice. He's like, "You talk a shit." You talk <laughs> a shit. <laughs> well, no, but I, I, I'd be honored if you guys gave a couple of those out for Klaus in the picture books, just because they wanted. They go, "Can we leave these here?" They're on tour for two months on their mm-hmm. way to New York, but they're like. Can you use like you're gonna see more kids at the skate park and you're way more tight. We find a kid who needs a yeah. board who you know it's not because we're not trying to sponsor kids. Mm-hmm. We just want a kid to go. No, no, you got you got the grit. You're loving this so yeah. much and riding your board into the ground. Give them a board. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dakota out. just made yeah. a YouTube video uh, the other day where we went to the mall and just gave out like four pairs of AirPods. You know, we did little challenges, yeah. but like, yeah, that'd be awesome. For I, I, I watched video. one where you asked someone for money and they gave it to you and you gave them back, and I love that. Oh uh, yeah, the give back really, one. Yeah, that was yeah. just sweet. Yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. thing is this is. I want to give back, not to people, because I get DMs all day. Can I have this? Can I have that? It's cool and all, but I, I want to get to people yeah, hor- not, who, not like you do, but I mean, if you're in skateboarding, yeah. everybody wants everything for well, free. Especially yeah, when yeah. you run a company, yeah. you know, like, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't upset or hurt, but what I was there when you talked to Bryson about, hey, want to be sponsored? And in my head, I was like, man, what does he have that I don't? Oh, <laughs> you, you, I understand, <laughs> yeah. No, I totally understand that. I remember you know. that because I think he talked to you at comedy. I was like, oh. Well, you know, if you need some PowerFlex wheels, you can have them. <laughs> you know, that's just like, I'm, I'm pretty easy at flowing them out there. But, uh, yeah, yeah giving back, away. man. It's, it's, it's my end so. goal, giving back. Providing for those who may not have been provided it's for awesome. otherwise. One of my favorite moments in the last, like, five years skateboarding was, was a kid at, at Huntington Beach Skate Park trying to learn to drop in. And he was a big kid, you know, and he was kind of thick and super scared. We knew he was going to slam hard if he didn't do it right. And, and me and my buddy, Marty Jimenez, I call him Jinx. He's another old pro skater. Um, we, like, literally held his hands for, like, 20 minutes till he got that perfect drop in. Well, even and then now I roll by the park. He's going, hey, dude, you remember me? Biggest smile. The kid's out. We changed the kid's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that. Like, the kid mm-hmm. now, like, he goes and drops in everywhere he goes. And mm-hmm. he had to get over that fear. And we stopped our day. To go help this kid because we saw that, man, this kid needed that. And somebody did that even for me. So check this out. Like a couple years ago, and I was sitting on your porch when this happened, was I had – so California Build-A-Home Skate Parks did a giveaway with Steve Caballero, a hand-painted mini ramp, a couple thousand dollar mini ramp, right? And everybody was entering, and I was like, man, like my mom wants to skate. She wanted to get back into skating. You know, she skated with Steve Caballero as a child. She was there before he was famous and stuff like that. You know, she, she's never – toted about her or yeah, anything, you know, but, cool. but she was there, you know, and I was like, wow, if my mom wants to skate, let me try to enter this, so I took my mom to the skate park one day, filmed a couple things of her learning to drop in, us, me and my stepdad holding her hand and stuff, and then I made a little post, like, hey, California Bill Home Skate Park, this is why I want to win, not to win for myself, but to give back to my mom, who's driven me all across the, the states, even out of the states, you know, to, to skateboard, they saw that post, and they sent me a mini ramp for my mom which sits in our garage today alright you know so she can be that person to be like oh, I can drop in again you know to see my mom go I can drop in again not for the first time but again I'm like you haven't done that in 30 years you know and that's cool for me as my, to get to have skateboarded for 40 years and now watch people growing up where there's there's actually lots of family like my mom skating my dad skating or my dad still skates I mean kids I now see teenagers out with their dad at the skate park I'm like that's so rad it's, you know it's amazing um, it is cool yeah. Yeah, skateboarding is an amazing world. And I tell people, like, 
skateboarding, again, going back to what I said, is, is one of the only things that teaches you these things that that matter outside of skateboarding too, you know? Anything I do in this life, I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't get a first try. Let's try it a hundred more times because I will get it once, you know? And, and yeah, Well, it also is a great life. outlet. I mean, if your work was shitty today, go ride your skateboard. Oh, and yeah. It's like, okay. 100%. Uh, just, you know. And I'll even say, even a shitty, even when I go skateboarding, it doesn't feel great. You're not on, you're not on your game that day. It sucks for... Tone down, just carve around, and just like yeah, it still felt great to ride a skateboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, even shitty skateboarding is good skateboarding for the most part. Yeah. And I'm pretty shitty at skateboarding, so it's that's I use that yeah. to make it good. Because next day something can happen where we can't skate, man. And no, you're so right. You never know. Get absorb it every minute. Yeah, you know, you never know. Well, shit, it's awesome. It's awesome having you guys come here. I appreciate it. you have a great attitude. Thank you. I appreciate um, I look, you. Like, you even have a TikTok freaking <laughs> TikTok lace, uh, TikTok bandana too. Oh my god. They 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 take care of you. Do they? So you get TikTok box. They send me the... TikTok sponsorship. Wow. Yeah. Well, like I never it's... forget my first box with T-shirts and stuff. You got a scarf and a headband. I remember <laughs> my first box of a skateboarder, like a company sponsored yeah. me. You know, now like TikTok has sent me out to like Vegas to work with Marshmallow for three days. The biggest DJ in the world. You know. I'm Dakota. I never thought I'd do that. You know, yeah. they they make well. The bottom sure. line is, you built something they need. You're like, yeah. you're 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 a unpaid salesperson. So they're paying you with what they have, right? They're paying you with. Right. They're they're helping they're helping you so you can help them. It's, yeah. That, that's the thing about social media. If it's worked right, you're scratching their back. They're scratching yours. Yeah. Right. We want to grow this platform. You're you're you got two million people on it. Obviously, it's going exponentially. Let's see if you can bring. 25, you know, two and a half million, whatever like that. We're going to send you to an event where we're trying to lure more people into appreciate what we're doing and so on and so forth. So it's great. I mean, I mean, like even Vinny Bond going back into skateboarding, right? Uh, when I first started, I lost a lot of followers, right? Recently, Vinny Bond made a TikTok and I, I guarantee you they paid him because he made an Instagram post about saying, oh, download TikTok, this and that. Everybody in the comments, hell yeah, chase that bag, get it, Vinny, get it, Vinny. And me, when I, my comments, why the fuck are you downloading TikTok? What the fuck? Are you not a skate? Like, you know, like, so even, you know, TikTok scene, a professional skateboarder like Vinny Bond, they're like, hey, we want you. So again, you can bring people over to us. We'll scratch your back. You scratch our back, you know. Well, skateboarding is more influential than, and the mainstream doesn't know how to get at it. No, not That's at all. That's the reality. Not at all. Because we kind of, we run our own culture and we don't easily let the outside in. Hell no. You know, Hell because no. we don't want them in because we don't want to steal our culture. Our yeah. culture is really best about us having it to ourselves. But we also, I mean, the reality is you get it that we're, we're huge numbers. We're great advertising for whoever There's it is. There's more people that skateboard drinks, than play baseball. My, by for far. And, and, yeah, yeah, let's even, a, let's even, even if they were equal, the reality is most people that play baseball, they have practice once a week or twice yeah. a week. If they're in a little league, if they're in high school, maybe every day. But they're for, athletes. for an hour, and they play a game once a week. How they're often athletes. do you ride skateboard? Every day. Every fucking day yeah. for hours. So you seven days a week, six days a week. So your kid, whether it's in your driveway yeah. or at the skate park or like that. So a typical skateboarder probably spends more time on his skateboard than a basketball player, volleyball player, football player, probably five to one. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. even if they had the same number of people, it's being done five times more. Mm-hmm. But if the fact if they have half as many people and that's five, we have that ten times more it's being done by those people. So, so skateboarding is a massive draw to advertising but they don't know how to get it because we're not here sitting there saying, please, we want anything we can get. Make, give us the Coca-Cola challenge. Right? That's like, no, Coca-Cola, you fucking be good yeah. and we'll let you be a fringe sponsor around <laughs> we'll this. Right? That, yeah, we don't, yeah, we'll we don't, we don't want to, we're not going to come out there if you want to paste your shit all over it and take it, take it out there. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the girl skateboarding scene and they, they've yeah. been coming on strong and I've been telling like my friend Michaela from Poseidon, um, like there's a point when I can see women skateboarders making more than men because mm-hmm. the, the real money in skateboarding is 
from sponsorship. It's not from hard goods anymore. I grew up in an era when there was 10 skateboard companies and you made your money off board sales. That's so blown out. That's nothing anymore. Now it's about your shoes, your energy drink, your whatever. Well, for guys, you got energy drinks, soda, a few, you know, random things, candy bars or like that. Um, For women, you have 50 freaking variations of fashion, perfume, jewelry, shoes, different levels of shoes, high heel shoes, tennis shoes, you know, makeup, makeup, so on and so forth. There was a girl doing a and Tampax commercial. Well, no, I saw that, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I saw that commercial air thousands of times. Like I turned the TV on, I didn't watch TV that much, I saw that commercial 15 times, you know, Mm so um, more power to her. So I think there's a potential one day that women skateboarders may make more than men because there's more advertising dollars that are spent on women. You mean yeah. Maybelline, Clairol, all those people, hair color, you name it, they throw piles of money at women. Yeah. So if they learn how to go tap that money and say, hey, those guys spend $100 million a year in advertising in sports, Why? and skateboarding is bigger than all the other sports they're doing, mm-hmm. why aren't we getting a million of it or two million of it? So our prize money is $200,000, and eventually someone will figure that out and tap Didn't that. Didn't a girls' contest have like a equal prize purse from the men's Well, well some Vans, Vans has done that. They, but yeah. that's, a, that's a personal choice, because Vans is a fashion brand, and Vans will recognize it, and they sell they sell a lot of product to women. Um, are they getting the same return from the women's skateboarders there and from the men's? No, because Probably it's, it's not, no because yeah. their web feed's got a hundred thousand watching the men and ten thousand watching the women, mm-hmm. and that's typically how advertisers advertise. They just go numbers. That's why the WNBA doesn't bring in what the NBA does because yeah. it's television rights. Television rights says you have two hundred million viewers, you have twenty million. We're not going to give you the same money. Yeah. So it's not about trying to hold anybody back. <laughs> Vans made a conscious choice. To put the money up for the women, which they have, yeah. so it it, it it's, it's a good slowly thing, slowly, you know. But you can't there. expect that everybody, anybody who invests in skateboarding, would do the same because they're going to invest based on their return. Yeah, and the return from wi- the return life. from women yet is not there. It's not it will be there, but the return from women, there's I mean, more categories to tap. You know. Oh yeah, no, she's rocking. She's going to yeah. be one of those. She is going to be one of those for sure. Brings yeah. those girls. She's going to be very. I, I used to work at Vans, and I can't tell you the amount of people who would not let their little daughter skate. Like oh, yeah. they'd be looking at the boards and stuff. I'm like, oh, you guys yeah. building the board today? Oh no, 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 no. She, she, she's not going to skate. I'm like, why? Why not? You know? Oh, this and that falling, or is it just for guys, or this and that? You know, like. They're very not pushed to do it, but some of the like, Sky Brown, they're going to look up to them and be like, no, no Mom, this it all, is something it, I'm going to do. It all changes. I mean, what's happened is uh, it's advanced really fast. The girl, I think girls have outpaced guys in the last five years as far as their, their skills mm-hmm. on average. I mean, the guys continue to get gnarlier, but because now that they see someone push it, and it looks so natural the way they drop it and charge it. They're not. They don't have the fear, so they think yeah. I can do that. And then they start following each other. And now, now you just so many girls that like my God. It used to be like you know I wouldn't you yeah. know uh, I don't want to enter a girls contest. I have my ass handed to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're all better than me. You know it's rad. And so I, I've really watched the exponential growth of that. And then again now, so kids watching Sky Brown. See now that another kid watches Sky, they think Sky Brown. She's a one of a kind. Huh? Till some other five year old sees it and. And thinks I can do that, and they have the same skills. Before you know it, you're going to have like 50 Sky Browns, beautiful. and, uh, and beautiful she's lucky program. if she gets that that right agent, the right connection, and she gets ahead of the game, and so she becomes the known person. So as the other ones come, they're fighting to find their way around to, Sky yeah, Brown. Exactly. That's just the way it, it works. I mean, because um, little, because they've always had little, like six, seven, eight, nine. There's always been this like little female skateboarders, but then they get to like 13, 14, and then they're kind of like. A oh, I want to do this. But then same thing with the boys. You know, if you start young, you kind of fade out. And you're like, oh, maybe I want to do this. It all depends who gets really into it and whatever. Well, but, yeah. 
But I, like, I sponsored young kids yeah. who didn't end up being the superstars that you thought they were when they were a lot. A lot of people failed you know? like that. And then other kids like Omar Hassan met when he was twelve or thirteen and got him on all the sponsors. He got Blockhead and blah blah, and he became you know a legend over yeah. time because he had amazing skills and he yes. took it. You know, and he was able to withstand generations. You, you, you keep uh, skating. If you stop skating for a year, you're gonna fade off into like that. Not washed up skateboarder, but like if you were big and you're like gone for a year, the next year no one talks about you. Next year no one talks about you. Then you come out with a part. Somebody be like, "Oh, where'd this dude go?" And it was only in a two year span. Well, there's always someone coming up young and hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every and trying year. to Every year. trying to outdo you. And I, I would say the same thing about the the soccer dad parent who was there with his kid going grind harder, do bigger. You got to do it air. Um, <laughs> You, he, the kid could be eight and his dad thinks he's training him and they really think he's going to be the next Tony Hawk you know, no it's like, dude there's well, dude, 20 there's a kid who's, who, there's a kid, kid. who's uh, three years from now is going to start same age as your kid but he has, he's not going to skate for the three years your kid is he's going to pick up the board he's going to be more naturally talented and yeah. he's going to be an 11 year old who walks up who skates for six months and kicks your kid's ass because you cannot ever discount natural talent so much okay. of skateboarding comes out of your natural talent mm-hmm. your balance your approach your fear you can't train that no. you can't take an average kid and force him to be an awesome skateboarder mm-hmm. you know uh, and so I think a lot of parents who become those freaking you whatever helicopter parents soccer dads soccer, soccer parents moms, yeah. you know, um, I don't think it really helps I mean no, uh, so it might help if they just are supportive parents who just take them and drop them off at the skate park right your mom drove you somewhere exactly. my mom dad used to drive me to the skate park but they left me there they didn't like sit and like tell me what I had to do when I was there mm-hmm. so uh, my dad started to be like that in the beginning and very early on, because I grew up with Darren and Pete, they I all would, pushed him back. Well, not even they pushed him back. I would listen to outside comments, not yeah. about him, but about other parents, and then I'd be like, "Dad, you need to step back for a second and like, you know, like, look, I'm skating with them. I know what they're saying. Like, please, yeah. like, listen to me." I understand. I mean, it's a parent's natural inclination to want their child to be successful, dude, he, want their child to it. be happy. You know, dude, he got it, and he just became Benny. And Sean, and, and then they're like the coolest parents, and oh yeah, so I get so many park. times where like Benny, yeah. Sean, oh no, I love them. They're they're awesome. I love when they show up. They I've gotten this a lot of hey Bryson, how's your parents? <laughs> totally skipped about. how well, I don't I'm think doing. I'll ever see you without asking how your parents are. Oh, I mean, because I mean, once I mean, you meet someone's parents and you I like, like them and they're involved, you're like, I mean, that's I like but, it. You know, but they're great. My kids get asked about their dad, you know, and they go, dad's a dick. Yeah. You know, like, dad's such a dick. Um, actually, I'm going to have a podcast with my kids one day. It's going to be the great kids versus dad. So can, you call, can you call it my dad's a dick? My dad's a dick. I'm just going to say whatever. It's it's me versus you. Go for it. <laughs> start, start ripping me. But you got to remember, I'm going to be around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, well, how long have we gone for? We've gone for a minute, an hour and 13 minutes. Beautiful. I think that's that's longer than a TikTok video. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> like, Just how many would that be? That'd be like 60, like a four and a 15 seconds. That'd be a whole compilation. Like 240. We're at like 300 TikTok videos. Let's chop it up and post them. Chop <laughs> it up and post them. Content is content. I want to catch the virus. <laughs> the for real though, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not lying to you right now, okay? Yeah. If you actually hone in on making some fun videos as... Not trying to blow up, but just yeah. being Jim Gray, I swear yeah. to God, you no, will blow up. You have what people lack is just the the authenticity and being genuine. Because they I only know how them. to be me. Then you I don't do want to be anybody else. Then do it. I'm just a dumb tip shit washed up old <laughs> yeah. skateboarder who loves to laugh at himself. You have so the personality. Laugh really with do. me. It's like you're always on. Dude, I you bought know? it at CVS one day. It was so rad. Ninety nine cent rack on the corner personality. It was like <laughs> killer. Like, I bought two packs. I didn't want to lie. You were only supposed to buy one, but. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, how do we end the podcast? Cody, uh, Cody's doing a freestyle dude, rap. You. you get a freestyle rap? No, I'm not. Yeah, you no, guys are, not. all three of you. No, we're not. Okay. No. no. Okay. But how do, you, how do you end it? How do you know? I just usually kind of let it 
fade away and you know <laughs> sometimes maybe we can talk and I'll just push the stop button in the middle of our conversation or you know There's I don't so know like how can, we, how can we be mean you know um, TikToks I always do a cliffhanger a cliffhanger like you leave them hanging oh yeah so they come back to the next episode okay There's so wait who's, who's coming up next on the next podcast well, here's the problem. Like I said, I've recorded 19 of them, and I've only posted six. Do you go so away, or do you kind of... Uh, no, I've been flat because because here's the thing. You want to lure you know, young skaters, older skaters, people who have different interests, female men. So I kind of got to blend them up. Tomorrow, Chris, Mar- Chris Markovich is coming right, up here. Right. Kind of legendary Chris Mark- skater. Well, Chris Markovich. Yeah, like, um, Jim, are you really going to have that person on next episode? I swear I am. Dude, no way. I am. You can't. Oh my God! We've do you think got it's a, gonna we, blow up? We're going. Are we oh, getting the virus? Dude, if you miss it, you're, you're nobody. <laughs> there it nobody. is. Nobody. And you heard it. That was from Dakota Olave. Show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.